Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. You know who's a girl watcher and a Supreme Court watcher? Who? Yeah. There's yeah. only one man now that understands, and that's the author of Idiot America. <laughs> Pierce. Pierce. Charlie Pierce, political columnist for Esquire.com. Why is everybody always laughing with me? Good morning, Charlie Pierce. Morning, Jody Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> it has. We never know if our Zoom's working or Charlie's just watching girls go by. Okay, all right. okay, Charlie. All right, Charlie. Okay. You gave me the song cue. Yeah. See, I got to tell you, there was a great, a great Steffi tweet during the hiatus there when somebody accused her of being a neoliberal hoe because she had her dad's picture on the wall. Yeah. Yes. I said it wasn't four Goldwater. I was three, and my dad was <laughs> okay. Oh, and I did uh, say you can uh, suck my liberal, but okay. Um, you kind of did. You did mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. But I then. figured that was just desperation. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a cry for was, help. Yeah, that was loneliness. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay. Oh, by the way, a correction tweet, Chris. Oh, oh yeah. We have yes. the biggest audience of correctors in the world. Yes. Uh, White Koi Summer uh, tweeted counterpoint: Rhythm is not a dancer. Dancers are dancers. Okay. It's duly noted. The Stephanie Miller show duly notes that. All right. And Charlie. we regret the error. <laughs> um, Charlie, I was badly. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right, Charlie. Let's bring it back in. Um, <laughs> No, I was uh, I, badly, not quoting your piece, but referring to it, that is so true. What you wrote, the phantom revolution, you said in America, we're facing a rebellion against imaginary threats with very real consequences. And you, you just go through the whole thing. None of the threats that the GOP fearmongers about, they're not actual. Critical race theory, all of the things, they're not real things it's that threaten real people. It's not taught in schools. It really isn't. Yes. And if it was, all the kids would be bored and start shooting spitballs at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a not particularly arcane, but it's a very nuanced law school debate. Yeah, yeah, I you know, it's not they're not teaching critical race theory in, in third grade. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's anyway. Uh, Oh, also the Hill headline. See, I told you the Hill sucks. Um, <laughs> court's ruling on Texas law doesn't threaten Roe, but Democrats' overreaction might. And you said the basic thesis is absolute horse <laughs> because I, 
Okay, what what is not to be hysterical about this Texas ruling? Right. I mean, it is as awful as we think, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know, uh, whoever that was you quoted right before I came on, about halfway through the 2016 presidential campaign, I stopped asking, I stopped doing anything on the premise that it can't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. everything could happen. Yeah. And this, I mean, this is incredibly wide open. Uh, I, I'm very encouraged to see Merrick Garland's going to, you know, do a little bit to Greg Abbott what uh, the Kennedy brothers did to Ross Barnett down in Mississippi when James Meredith tried to enroll. Uh, you know, it's time for the federal part of federalism to assert itself again. Yeah. Yes. Well, and also your headline says it all. Expand the Supreme Court. Do it tomorrow mm-hmm. um, in an unsigned order. The, high, the court's highest uh, the highest court's coward majority ruled that unconstitutional laws are cool so long as they're enforced by bounty hunters. That's exactly it, Charlie, in a, in a nutshell. It is yeah, a cowardly shadow right. docket, unsigned. You know, it, it just it, it, cowardly is the only word you can use to describe it. For the moment, yeah. I mean, it's it, in the. Uh... You know, I, I, I don't have any real optimism on this Mississippi case that's hanging fire. Yeah. That they won't, you know, they won't overturn Rogue completely. But, you know, in your piece, you point out, you go to the heart of the Sotomayor dissent. What she said, it cannot be the case that a state can evade federal judicial scrutiny by outsourcing the enforcement of unconstitutional laws to its citizenry. Again, that is the core of it that you boiled it down. And then, you know, you quote Kagan as saying, the majority's decision is emblematic of too much of this court's shadow docket decision making, which every day becomes more unreasoned, inconsistent, and impossible to defend. And the only remedy is you write, Charlie, expand the court, do it tomorrow. Jesus Christ, a 5-4 majority just ruled that a cheap legal three-card Monty game at the heart of a law was too clever for the Constitution to address. Um it, that that's why there's a number of layers of why this is terrifying, right? All right. I mean, this is. The, I mean, uh, if if this legal principle, if you know, can you know, gussy it up enough to call it that, mm-hmm. were allowed to prevail, you could have bounty hunters resisting federal law everywhere on mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. By the way, I love that you uh, got the Satanic Temple. tweeted abortion laws in texas violate our religious rights and uh uh, they've taken legal action Mm -hmm. and you said the enemy of the enemy is my demonic entity (laughs) (laughs) but i mean it is kind of hilarious they're charging the religious video of the woman accusing the entire school board of you know from who knows bug tussle or whatever of being demonic entities yes yes but i mean that that, that was my favorite video of the week was that you're all demonic, you know, stop voting for demonic entities, people. Right. <laughs> but I have to say... I mean, this... I have to see what the position on the issues is, but... Right. <laughs> but I, it, there was actually a serious piece that why Satanists may be the last best hope to save abortion rights mm-hmm. in Texas. <laughs> the non-theistic organization, which is headquartered in Salem, Massachusetts, nice touch, ah. <laughs> joined the legal fray this week by sending a letter to the uh, U.S. Uh, FDA demanding access to abortion pills for its members... The group has an established abortion ritual, um, so it, it argues that uh, its members should be allowed access to abortion drugs for religious purposes. So I love that they're coming at Greg Abbott with the religious liberty <laughs> bill that he championed, right? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yes, except that, you know, the, the conservative court, uh, thanks to the late Anthony Scalia, has already ruled 
that Indian tribes in Oregon can't use peyote mm-hmm. in their rituals. And as somebody pointing it up, pointed out, peyote has been a sacrament for centuries longer than right. bread and wine has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I, I don't think it, I don't think the five to four majority is going to have any problem telling this, you know, the satanic temple that it's not uh, that it's, that, you know, it doesn't qualify as, you know, religion or something. I don't know. But uh, I do think I, I believe that uh, the city of Salem, Massachusetts, did give them a uh, an extensive tax break to headquarters there. No. <laughs> Well, I mean, into the fray, uh, Texas-based Bumble and the CEO of Match, the dating apps, along with Uber and Lyft, have announced they're helping women battle the state's uh, draconian new anti-abortion law. I mean, that's good, right? Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Um, a new poll found two-thirds of college-educated workers would not move to a state with an anti-abortion law as restrictive as the one passed by, the, by Texas. Governor uh, Abbott defended the law, calling it a part of the state's pro-business climate. No. So far, business no, is not well, buying it. <laughs> Charlie, I'm sorry. Right? The pro-business the pro, he's confused. The pro-business climate is what allows unregulated cement plants to blow up and take entire towns with them. Right. Mm-hmm. This, this is... This is the, the, the this is the theocrat part of the of the Texas platform. Yeah. Well, I, we mentioned this Friday, but I well, you know, I believe children are the future, but the TikTokers will save us, right? You saw this. I believe yes. Thank the you. Yes. Are future. Um, the organization Texas Rights to Life urging citizens to submit anonymous tips to its website to enforce the new anti-abortion law. A handful of TikTokers decided to put whistleblowing into their own hands by flooding them the website with Shrek porn and other <laughs> deliberate, which Bless I didn't know them. was a thing, uh, deliberately uh, other false information. The effort to troll the anti-abortion group spearheaded by Gen Zers, Victoria and Olivia, who both said they felt appalled by the recent, mm-hmm. good for them, the recent, uh, uh, what you call it, um, legislation. Um, I found out about this website and thought we have to do whatever we can if they're going to use the internet against us, the very people who were raised on the internet. Many TikTok users have deliberately sent fake information to the website, including tips with titles like Greg Abbott farts and calls to abort Ted Cruz. <laughs> I feel like these are my children. I feel like they have to be Stephanie Miller show well, listeners. That, I mean, that, that is something that a lot of politicians, and most of them, I think, Republicans, haven't caught on to yet. And that is, the kids are a lot better at this than the rest of us are. That's what they said, Charlie. I mean, they, they said, what, what these anti-abortion people ought to realize is this may only seem like a silly trolling campaign to us young people, but this is our way to try to ruin their plan and buy us some more time to get Roe v. Wade yep. federally codified. Yep. They're smart. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't, I don't think these anti-abortion realize the internet isn't their space, it's ours. We grew up on it and we know how to navigate it. Um, the effort was to get more people talking about this problem. The most important thing right now is we need to do more. We need to protest. We need to phone bank. We need to go and vote Greg Abbott and these other Republican lawmakers out. These kids are sad. Savvy, Charlie. Mm-hmm. They're like, I mean, the, yeah. the, the, you know, the first real example of that was, uh, I think, were the Parkland kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, who, you know, they they were being, you know, they were being dismissed as having, you know, a couple of days of shock and trauma. And then within 10 days, they had 
thousands of people in Washington marching, mm-hmm. which included and you and I, use which included you and I until I dropped you like a bad habit because you were too exactly. slow. And two from Rockville and a whole bunch of folks. Yeah. Well, left you in the dirt. But, you know, the thought was there. I was with you in spirit. And well, and getting back to the Shrek porn, anything can be porn, Stephanie, if you wish hard yeah. enough. Oh, that's funny. I see what you did there. <laughs> I learned that the hard way this uh, week. Porn, porn is a porn is a porn is a wish your heart makes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like what is that? Oh, you can just turn anything into porn. Like, you can turn anything. Into porn. anything. And, oh, yeah, are you kidding me? Uh, All right. Not that I know, but I <laughs> All right. hear. Well, Charlie, what about let's talk about shadow docket, which I hadn't even heard of yeah. before now. But so Senate Democrats will soon hold a hearing examining this week's emergency Supreme Court ruling that declined to block the uh, abortion law. The hearing to be conducted by Senate Judiciary will probe the so-called shadow docket of emergency appeals to the Supreme Court that is relied on with increasing frequency to issue rulings, often of massive consequence with little public deliberation or notice. Um, the court's emergency appeals, of course, over the past year have favored religious groups and Trump's administration. So I swear to God, Charlie, I feel like they have found like the Republican recall out here just new and different ways to cheat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just I'm like, I've never heard of the use of the shadow docket like this. Well, no, I mean, it's not and it's not I mean, it's not cheating if you, you know, pervert the function of something that's always been there, but but was like, you know, gathering dust on the shelf. I mean, somebody was sharp enough to look at to look at the shadow docket and say, hey, we can do this. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing illegal about it. Uh, it's as far as I know. Uh, I think that uh, that Justice Kagan was right in her dissent uh, to this awful ruling last week uh, in that it's being misused and, you know, obviously abused by a five to four majority. Uh, and I think it's distressing that that five to four majority is so gutless. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, 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 yeah, I mean, I have to say, it's not really cheating. It's there. It's it's something that has to be fixed. Not that I have any faith that it will be, yeah. but you know, it's like it's like uh, you know, it's like it's it's like gerrymandering. Gerrymandering isn't illegal yet. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. But partisan gerrymandering certainly should be. But it's not. It's just that the Republicans have taken all these kind of arcane loopholes in the constitution and supercharge them yeah and i have to uh, and I, that i mean that, that i mean to the to give you know the masters of the dark arts credit that's pretty sharp Charlie, because it's a way to be a minority it's a way to enforce minoritarian rules well can i give you california exhibit a we have talked about yeah, this a I lot mean, you and jody and i about how democrats need to learn to fight differently because let me tell you how this burns how stupid this rule is out here this is the party that does not, does not believe in COVID, that are COVID deniers. They asked for more time to get signatures for this stupid Republican recall because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But Democrats control the legislature here. They should have stopped this. Mm-hmm. They should have said no. Mm-hmm. And it's just now here we are where someone that gets some right wing radio whack that gets 12 percent of the vote could be the governor of California. I mean, and flip the Senate, and it, it, it's it's just astounding. He's already said he's going to flip the Senate. Yeah, he, yeah. he's already said, Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, but turn us into to Texas and Cal and Florida in terms of COVID, in terms of you know uh, uh, anti-choice. I mean, it's how else would they be able to take control of one of the bluest states in the union by this ridiculous? I mean, the fact that they're like, oh, COVID's going on, we need more time for signatures, and the Democrats said yes, makes me crazy, right? You know, it, 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 for years, uh, 
literally almost a century, over a century, the impeachment power was what Thomas Jefferson called it, which is a scarecrow. Yeah. Uh, it didn't have any real you know, cause and effect. In 1998, after, you know, a midterm election in which the country plainly said it was tired of chasing of people who, who were chasing Bill Clinton's penis around the beltway, they impeached the president over a, over an affair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the beginning of them looking at all these, you know, all these dusty tools down in the, in, you know, mm-hmm. in the back shelves of the tool shed and thinking, hey, let's shine these up and use them. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, we can, you know, there's nothing wrong with a good old hammer. We'll just, we'll just shine it up and use it more than people thought we would. Yeah. Well, um, you, the, we mentioned the 11 House Republicans uh, letters to 13 telecom companies vowing to pursue all legal remedies if they comply with the January 6th records <laughs> request. And you said con- consciousness of guilt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, no guilt there. Right. Yeah. Don't look at that. Don't I mean, look in there. there. One per- is there one person on that letter that you don't think? Yeah, they were involved. They oh knew. My God. And by the way, uh, J.D. Vance tweeted, Alex Jones is far more reputable source of information than Rachel Maddow. And you just said, and we've now disappeared over the far horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, both sides do not do it. And it's, uh, I, this is well, what- Well, that, I mean, that Ohio Republican Senate primary is a crazy off of all time. Yeah. I mean, between J.D. Vance and Josh Mandel. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll, you know, when they, ha- when they have their televised debate, they'll introduce it with that old Outer Limits thing. How about we control your television yeah. set? Mm-hmm. Exactly. We control the horizontal. We control the vertical. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. All right. Well, Jody, you control it now, and you have to say goodbye to your lover. You need to let go. Goodbye, Charlie Pierce. Fairly well, Jody Hamilton. Fairly well. Oh, that's so sweet. It's awkward. Cre- creepy. <laughs> awkward. Okay. 15- Love you, Charlie. Thanks. See you next Bye, week. Mama.